When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve Woo. Patterson, Deval. Mikey boy. <laughs> Mikey boy. Just that's tr- not going to work. That's not going to work. Um, yeah, I had. I feel like. So, you, can I say something about your head, Mike? Sure, absolutely. It is almost perfectly round, yeah. right? Like, you have a very. You have a great head for being bald. Yeah, worked out, worked out really well for me. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about. Meatball just came to my head, uh, but I guess there's already a meat sauce in the Twin Cities, and so maybe that sure. would be too competitive. Yeah, I don't, uh, really I don't want to call him Meathead. No, Meatball, because no. his head looks like a round meatball. Like it's per- both like, things are perfectly I do, round. I do like Meatball. I love and I love meatballs. Uh, we can't call him Meatball. No, okay. well, we could do better than that. Cue ball. Oh, cue ball's good. I mean, you could. That thing looks like he waxes it. Also, the lighting in here makes it horrible. Yeah. I got this one that sits right Maybe there. Maybe it's that. Just, yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's a light shining person. directly down on the center, so it looks just gorgeous. Oh, if we okay. can't do cue ball when we have cue dog. Yeah, but his head is shaped like a like a lint chocolate truffle. The oh, white chocolate. Uh oh, maybe there's one white chocolate. <laughs> and it really, you know, goes. <laughs> I do like white chocolate. That's good. <laughs> Please say if anybody has ideas, we've really been struggling and Don and I start to get nervous if we can't nickname someone. We're usually really good at nicknaming, I have to say. Yeah. DJ Rock Lobster. Club, we had freaking club. How about uh, Chili I Dog? Gr- Chili Dog. I am Grant. Yep. Was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, we never gave Ryan a nickname, though. No, we never did. Oh, yeah, we did. The Perpetrator. Oh, that's right. That's DJ right. Perp Worthy, the perpetrator. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you too. Yeah, we'll come up with something. I don't know. Um, so I was doing a little research on Avatar because I don't know anything about this movie. I was just trying to figure out what it is. So I find out that it takes place on Pandora. And I found out where it's located in comparison to Earth. Okay. I know the first film takes place in 2154. The second one is set, I guess, several years after that, uh, which it's probably okay to think that space travel will be much more advanced in the future. And Avatar movies maybe are showing us what we could possibly, well, not we, you guys, um, <laughs> will 
be living in at that time. And it's a totally different star system than Earth, known as the Alpha Centauri A system. It is reported that Pandora is 4.37 light years away from Earth. So if you traveled at the speed of light, it would take more than four years to get there. And it's not a planet. It's a moon. Pandora. It's one of the 14 moons of the gas giant planet. I'm not going to say the word because I'm going to mispronounce it. And there's less gravity. Um, No, because this is how Triceratops started. Fair enough. Live and learn. (laughs) Polyphemus? Maybe that's it's anyway, who cares? Um, and it's inhabited by the Navi people. Navi, yes. And the reason they're blue, I do not know. I think James Cameron does some explaining. I guess his mom had a dream where there had been a 10 foot tall blue woman with six breast assists. And so he drew her, but, the six breasts didn't come out looking as good as it sounds and would mess with the rating. So that's why he yeah. came up with the blue people. May I interject? There weren't other characters who were already the same. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Green was taken, so he couldn't do that. I want to start by saying that's cool that you did research. Okay. So I want to start. Let the record show that I have affirmed the research that she did. That being said, virtually all the things that you just mentioned. Are all part of the part of the movie? No, no, no. Okay. Don't factor into the movie or the story at all. Knowing those things doesn't even help a little bit. It would be akin to... But isn't it fun to know... No, but I thought you meant you were doing research to get hyped up for the movie. No, I was doing research to that. find out what it's what it what's all the. Yeah, save it for your Dungeons and Dragons gathering. I mean, that <laughs> went full blown nerd. That would be akin to me saying, "Oh, you haven't seen a Star Wars? Well, let me tell you, the lightsabers actually weighed two point one pounds, but the primarily that weight is distributed just in the handle because what comes out of that." That's pure laser technology that we don't have access to yet. But, but don't you think it's interesting think to find could. out why he made the characters blue? That last bit was interesting. Okay. The thing about the dream. Thanks, man. But I thought you were coming. I, I just had to adjust my expectations, I guess. Because I thought you were going to say, I did research. Here's what I learned about the story. And this is why I'm going to go see it. But those are just... I just want you to know that those details might not change your viewing experience at but do you see that the, the people are 10 feet tall because his mother had a dream about 10 feet tall blue woman? Yes, I heard you say it that. Is nev- this has never been explained through the film. So that's interesting. And there's no but scientific you also, reason. Yeah. I yeah. See, but I, I, I think if you didn't know it, you w- it's, that's interesting. That's interesting. You wouldn't. I'm just saying, in case you're thinking this is going to help me make better sense of Avatar, I don't think it's going to impact how you view it. Like, no one walks out like, well, you know. Okay, I wasn't doing research other than okay. I saw a headline, and I was like, oh, let's let's read this. Okay. You know, green was taken. There was a long history of green aliens, and then you had the Hulk, and then the, the human colors, pinks and browns, weren't aliens, so he didn't use those. SpongeBob was yellow, so that <laughs> left him with blue and purple, and purple was his favorite color, but they figured that blue 
would be yeah. the best. Okay. No, totally. That all checks out. Hey, thanks, Ben. Thank you for doing the research. Are you going to see it? That's the most pressing question. I don't care how many light systems or solar systems or if it's a moon or a planet. I will are see, you it gonna see it when it comes to streaming. Son of a biscuit. Donna. Yeah. You got to. Are you going to see it, Mike? Yeah. I just want to have the experience. I want to see it in theaters. I'm going to wait till it's like, you know, a Tuesday cheap night or something. Yeah. I'm not going to run out there and fight the crowd. I'll, I am wait a month, but. Why don't you go see I, it with your brother? With, I'll go see it with Drew. Maybe I'll do that. And why don't you see it in 3D? Because I think that has a higher likelihood of pissing you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. Thank you. I feel like sometimes you close conversations with thank you. And I really don't even know what to do with it because it's a polite thing to say. But then even if I have more questions, I feel like, well, I think we're done here. That's kind of the vibe I'm trying to put out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. We're out of time. 11, 11, oh, make a wow. wish. Oh, it all came away wow. so fast. That's a bummer. Um, by the way, Edie Falco didn't even know Avatar. She thought she shot I, Avatar I 2 four this. years ago. Four <laughs> years ago, she shot it. And then she said in an interview on The View, I think, yes. oh, I just figured it like came out and didn't do too well because no one was talking about it. And she was like, I'm never going to get another job because I'm saying this out loud. But I just legit thought like it must have come and gone and I didn't know. Turns out, no, they held on to that footage for four years. Didn't she know that she had to do promotion for it? I guess not, Donna. I didn't even know Edie Falco was in this. She's one of my all-time favorite actresses on the planet. It's a limited role, but still, okay. she's there. Thank you. Ooh, that felt good. When we come back, because you've been hoping that we would get back to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, we are. After uh. a few months break, we're getting back. But there was an interesting development yesterday in the world of the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp saga. We'll explain uh, who did what when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk. We're back. Hope you didn't miss us too much. It's Donna and Steve on My hey, Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We got some emails about, we were talking about stores that no longer exist. Got some good ones. Benetton. Oh, yeah. I came up with uh, Carson Peary Scott. Remember that? I don't remember that. You don't? No. Do you remember 579? Yes, I do. I used to shop there. (laughs) Oh, well, it must be nice. 579. Yeah, but I was like (laughs) 9-ish. (laughs) <laughs> going on 10. Um, that's funny. 579? Did you come up with that? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I just, yeah, I just thought of it. I didn't create the concept of a store that only caters to particularly sized women. I want to be on the record as saying Yeah, that. but there's also, um, what's the story for plus-sized women? Lane Bryant. Yeah. I think it's maybe a, it's better when it's not. The number isn't there. Like, yeah, right, like if you're above this six. number, you, the alarm's going to go off when you walk in the door. Yeah, you think guys like shopping at Big and Tall? Why? Because I have extra long arms, <laughs> big waist. I don't fit in any shoes. They're like, come on in here. All giants welcome. <laughs> you know I, I mean? feel like calling it exactly what it is is not really the best PR move. Yeah. Yeah, geez Louise. <laughs> OB surplus. <laughs> Okay, can we just take it easy a little bit here? Oh, yeah, totally. Like chubbies. <laughs> Skinny dweeby guys, you can shop here. 
anyway, that's not why you called. Mm. Let me get back to the show. Okay, uh, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp saga is over, definitively over. They have settled Johnny's defamation lawsuit for $1 million. Earlier this month, Amber Heard appealed the $15 million judgment against her from the summertime. All that drama. She was found liable for implying in a magazine essay that Johnny had abused her. And according to TMZ, Amber agreed to the settlement because she just wants to avoid a lengthy appeals process. And Johnny, I guess, was equally anxious to put the whole thing behind him. He plans to donate the million dollars to various charities. And this while this settles the financial issue, the judgment against Amber means um, that's going to stay on the books and can be used against her if she says something about Johnny in the future. So. That's that. Glad to I can I can understand just wanting to be done with it. Me too. It's like okay, this is enough. We've we've put each other, you know, through this horrible thing for long enough. That's kind of what our slogan should be. Every day we should bump out with that at the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) We've put each other through this horrible thing long enough. Oh. oh God! Anyway, um, Chris Harrison is um, addressed getting fired from hosting The Bachelor on his podcast. If you don't recall, he was basically canceled two years ago when he was labeled uh, racist during the season um, featuring the first black bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So he said in a podcast teaser, "I have not spoken publicly for two years about all this." We'll see how it goes. I think it'll be cathartic. I'm looking forward to getting this all off my shoulders. Uh, the first episode will be available on January 9th. Um, he's calling it the most dramatic podcast ever That's with funny. Chris Harrison. And he claimed that this will be the first time he's spoken about the issue. It's sort of true because... Uh, ABC's Good Morning America allowed him to address the controversy, and Michael Strahan interviewed him uh, and was left unimpressed. Um, So I don't know. Okay, so this was just yesterday. Uh, Michael had asked him about his comments to Rachel Lindsay. If you remember, there was a girl who was part of the um, part of the cast who had a picture of her at an antebellum party, like an Old South party. Right, right, yes. And then when, and she found it offensive, rightfully so. And then when Chris was talking with her, he had, you know, asked her, well, is it uncool today? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, it just made no sense. Here's a little bit of the, the GMA piece. I am an imperfect man. I made a mistake and I own that. I believe that mistake doesn't reflect who I am or what I stand for. I am committed to 
the progress, not just for myself, also for the franchise. My guess, these girls got dressed up and went to a party and had a great time. They were 18 years old. Now, does that make it okay? I don't know, Rachel, you tell me. You said, quote, is it not a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021 because they're the big difference? So, so what is the, to you, what is the difference? Or is there, there one? There is not. Antebellum parties are not okay. Past, present, future. Knowing what that represents is unacceptable. In that interview with Lindsay, Harrison also using a term he now says is unacceptable. I am not the woke police. There's plenty of people, plenty of people who will do that for us in this world right now. Lindsay later discussing that controversial interview on her podcast. During that conversation, he talked over me and at me. During that conversation, his privilege was on display. He never gave me room to talk, and he never gave me room to share my perspective. He wasn't trying to hear it. He was just trying to be heard. I am saddened and shocked at how insensitive I was in that interview with Rachel Lindsay. And I didn't speak from my heart. And that is to say I stand against all forms of racism, and I am deeply sorry. I'm sorry to Rachel Lindsay, and I'm sorry to the black community. So that was his interview at the time with Michael Strahan. And Michael Strahan was not impressed by Chris Harrison at the time. And so that kind of seemed to seal his fate, even though he was apologizing there. Maybe it, people were like, yeah, no, the damage has already been done. So this podcast, I don't know what else he could possibly say. I don't know why I'm trying to figure out um, if if Michael Strahan has expanded on why he wasn't quote unquote impressed with that. I don't recall because it it sounded like in that moment at least he was like owning it. What I did was not okay. Shouldn't ever have been okay. It sounded right. like he, it did sound know. like that, but I don't know. Maybe he felt like he was just doing cleanup work that. Well, know. yeah, but and I understand that take. But if you catch someone in the moment, and and if in fact I don't know, are we saying that that interview took place a couple of years ago? If it did, if it happens right after yeah. a controversy, you know, and after any controversy, if you talk to somebody, probably even a month later, when the emotions have died down a little bit, and you don't have PR people in your ear and telling you all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And you've had time to just like actually think things through and calm down and get out of your defense mode, yeah. which is sort of like natural response as a person, right? Right. That, you know, the tone of it would probably change. So I bet. Well, so coming up in, I don't know, a few weeks, he kicks off his podcast. Thank okay. you. Uh, how about this one? We come back. We will be joined by Rocco. It's going to be Rock O'Clock. We will. I think we might have a. Backstage butt doctor coming our way. We we'll sure all find do. out together right. when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Friends, what's up? Hey, it's Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. You know, one of my favorite places is Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, where you are greeted at the front door by the roaring fireplace. It's just the coziest feeling. And hey, if you're still looking for some gift ideas, Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters gift cards make the best holiday gifts. Easy, too, by the way. You can order. You can print them off from the comfort of your home. You don't have to go in and pick them up, which is really cool. And now in its final weeks, don't miss Footloose, everything in one place, including dinner and a fantastic Broadway musical. It's a really great night out. You can cut loose with the incredible music, the dancing, and all the feels of Footloose. 
Maybe you're looking for a little music? Well, Chan has an incredible concert lineup. Coming up are tributes to Simon and Garfunkel, Hall & Oates, Sinatra, Jackson Brown, yacht rock artists like Kenny Loggins, and much more. And if laughs are your thing, check out Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets just 28 bucks. There's something for everyone. For tickets and more info, visit ChanHassanDT.com. We're back. Hey, guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And we got a visitor. <laughs> Mr. DJ Rock Lobster. Hi there. I can love you. <laughs> oh Rocco, for those who tuned in uh, late, Donna talked about the awkward text that oh, she good. accidentally, quote unquote, sent Rocco. <laughs> Rocco and her were going back and forth. And then Donna sent one that instead of just saying, I love you. Like, right. which is like cute, of, just kind of like, yeah. I love you. And it was right after you had asked for my home address. I asked him for his home address, and oh. then he sends it to me, and I go, I can love you. Oh, like I'm on my way, and I can love you. Oh, mercy. Rocco, your thoughts when that came through? It was um, <clears throat> kind of, you know, I mean, it's weird, uh, you know, it was kind of, uh, it was weird to get romantic vibes from Donna, but, you know, I'll take them where I can get them. I can love you. What's your address? I can love you. Boy, what a one-two punch of text. And I was like, no! Oh, God! And I just... What do you do after that? Does Meg listen to the show? Um, I don't think she is today, but sometimes... Yeah, she tunes in when I'm on. You know, the rest, she could, you know, take Oh, yeah, right. Um, What... uh, Do you you use a lot of, uh, you know, dictation or whatever you call it? I Um, didn't in that moment. It just... I don't know why it put the word can in there. (laughs) I, I do when I'm driving, okay, gotcha. yes. Not when I'm just sitting, you know, at home. Sorry. Do you get the feeling, Steve, that her doing voice dictation while she's driving sounds even more dangerous than her <laughs> texting while driving? Honestly, Rocco, her driving just sounds dangerous. She's upset with everybody. She's <laughs> PO'd at the world. She becomes the worst version of herself. I'd like you to do a sit-down. I'm not here to write commercials, but... I'd like to maybe sit in on a uh, Bradshaw and Bryant just to say, can you talk with her about her <laughs> anger level? Does anger level impact people's driving habits? You're my best friend. Hey. Um, guess what? What? Uh, I'm uh, going to hit the road tomorrow to see Backstage <gasps> Butt Doctor. You are? Oh, I then should. I have to give you no. a little gift. And I should still be around for your segment tomorrow. The plan is to get on the road maybe right after Rock O'Clock because they're saying... That's yeah. when the snow's coming. You better get out of town to, today or tomorrow, or you might not be. Sorry, Steve. <coughs> Wait, Wait no. The snow's just tomorrow. snow's coming tomorrow. Yeah, but they're saying. Who's they? Who's they? You got people now? Uh, they're just saying you better get out of town today Uh-oh. or tomorrow. I just saw, I saw a headline now that said, like, if you wait till Thursday, you might be out of luck. What about Saturday? I don't know. I'm not Ken Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> back. I'm opening a Hey, gift. well, Rocco, that means that you're uh, you're you're gonna have a gift sent to your house. Oh, good. That's why I have a home address, I guess. But uh, yeah, we'll I can love to, you, uh, Donna. So, anyways, the point is, I am going to drive the seven hours to get to Backstage Butt Doctor's uh, palatial home in the the Peoria, Illinois area. Oh, nice. Um, and perhaps, you know, interview him a handful more times to provide more content for yes. this very segment. Um, yes. But, you know, if, if people are wondering just, you know, what, who is this backstage butt doctor? 
Where does he come from? How did he become Backstage Bach Doctor? I uh, do believe today's episode, episode three, uh, is his origin story. Yes. Are you ready? Season one, episode three, let's go. Backstage Bach Doctor, your stories please. Backstage Bach Doctor, from the Okay, I think today we want to delve into your origin story. Uh, how did you become a backstage butt doctor? Um, one night I was on call at the city hospital in Champaign, and um, the uh, assembly hall where the stars showed up needed a doctor to take care of Barry Manilow. They called the emergency room. And the emergency room nurse looked up at the board of all the doctors who were on call that night and said, Dr. Benello's on call for surgery. He'll go in. So I got called in to take care of Barry Manilow, and now it's the first time I ever took care of any of the stars. Did and Barry Manilow need help? Uh, he had a sore throat and a cold, and I think I just gave him a shot of B12, and that was it. And then three years later, he came back, and he knew who I was when I was walking down the hallway, which I thought was really interesting. He said, hi, Doc, how you doing? This guy. I don't need you. I don't need you tonight. Now, uh, on our show, we, we have something called Deep Tease. <laughs> I feel like the 12 is going to come up a lot. Isn't that what you would often give the stars? Yes. And the reason why is that because some various physicians at some time laced the B12 with adrenaline. And back in the, I think in the 70s or 60s. And so it was known among singers that a shot of B12 sometimes revved you up and woke you up and you could play better. So therefore, every singer that got sick, almost 100% of the singers that got sick when they came through a Champaign-Urbana asked for a B12 shot. And so I gave it to them. It wouldn't hurt. It didn't help probably, but it, everybody asked for it. And is that, does that shot go in their butt? Arm. Because I feel like you uh, have a story where your wife gave a shot in somebody's butt. Uh, John Bon Jovi wanted an antibiotic. And and for an antibiotic to be given to him, it should be given a deep intramuscular. And the best intramuscular area is your buttock. So okay, she, well hold that thought because that's going to be a whole episode, future episode. Butt doctor's wife gives John Bon Jovi a shot in the butt. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my God! I feel like yes. There you go. I feel like I'm watching an episode of like uh, VH1 behind the music. Yeah. It's really good. So you can see it in your mind. Yeah, yeah, that is I really so do. Feel like great. You can see John Bon Jovi's. What did he say? Intermuscular buttocks. And then he like he referenced that the best place for that, and he referenced it singular is the buttock. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah, very medical. 
You got to put it together. And to by the way, his wife, who who you will will soon hear about giving a shot to John Bon Jovi, was a nurse. It's I not assumed. Like she just gave it to some right. you yes, know, totally. rando accountant or something. Will you guys talk amongst yourself? I'm going to go get Rocco. I'm oh. gonna, I have a little something for you. Thank Jeez. you. Oh, I mean, Christmas isn't yep. until the Hang 24th. Um, well, I got your address because we're going to be sending you something, but I don't know. If Donna wants us telling you what we're sending you, because it has to get sent. And so then it lacks a little bit of the interest in sure. unwrapping something. But I have no idea what she's doing right now. She yeah. didn't tell me she was doing any of this. I oh, saw geez. her opening a package over there. I did too. And it looked, and I thought, oh goodness, does this woman get a lot of packages? Because if each one takes her this long and this much okay, jaw goes. clenching to get open. Okay, thank you. Here she goes, oh. All right, so she, what is she, she just gave you something. Yes. Is it wrapped what you have? Yeah, should I open it? I don't know. I I'm, I, I don't like, I, I don't like the pressure of opening presents in front of people. Do you? I hear you that. that? Rock, Donna, what is this? What's going on? What? I don't, oh, I just want to make sure I see Rocco. So I just got him a little, a little, oh. it's just a little thing. Okay. Good. Just a little, oh. like a little stocking stuffer. Well, wait, open it now, Rocco. Okay, right. I yeah. thought we weren't doing any of this on the air, I'm, you told me. Oh, well, Rocco, we can. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Rocco, it's stupid. You... It's dumb. All right, let's see what he has here. If last the public time... open a present, nobody likes that pressure, but too bad. And I feel like last time a present was opened on this show, it was like something to pee in in your car. Oh, yeah, that was for Steve. I still have one. Late. Another she stocking stuff. Okay, well, so I'm hoping <laughs> that that is this. Um, mm. Nope, that is not what it is, although you could probably use it on your trip. <laughs> I bet okay, it's going to well, be lobster-based. Oh. oh, oh, I see what, it, this is so good. It it's is so like good. a pierogi. It's a pierogi. Ornament. A pierogi. Am I saying ornament right? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. can you hold it up for me? Yes, it is a, uh, ooh, oh, wait. <laughs> it's a pierogi. Oh my gosh, a pierogi this ornament? So yep. Oh, this Isn't is, that great? I love thoughtful things like that. Aww. Thank you, Donna. You're so welcome. That's really Rocco. nice. In addition to that, Rocco, that's a lovely heartfelt present from Donna. Um, even though she told me that I was handling the Rocco present. But I know. had bought these I even before like we divvied up the going. duties. It's a Ooh. stocking stuffer. It doesn't even count. That, that counts. That's said cool. divvied up the duties. That was like oh, yeah. a Well, turn Steve, I have one for you, too. Oh, yeah. Donna! I know. I'm cool uh, like that. Is it a pierog? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we have our, our front tree with which is like the tchotchke tree. Oh yeah, throw you know, it in. Fun. Throw it there. All right, um, great. Remember that time we made a movie together? What, Rocco, that? shush. We also got you another gift. <laughs> we and did. this is yes, this we is did. gonna get delivered to your home. Hashtag I can love you. <laughs> but and you know what? And we got this idea from um Phil and Brittany. Oh fun. But it is a gift card for you to use at first Ave. For real? Well, you're already telling me what this is. I, what is your deal? Why are you telling me? <laughs> I him? thought I thought I thought you just said with Rocco we can. I didn't know you were going to reveal what you were mailing to him. I oh, said I, love it. I, I didn't think we were talking about any of these gifts, and then you said with Rocco we can. So I thought this was our Rocco <gasps> moment. It is Rocco, nice. we're you. getting you a, a gift card to for, to oh, use it first it. half. That's going to make my hipster forecast for this show Bro. so much more intense. We're gonna send it to you That's in so the nice. mail, Thanks, guys. You're so I thought, dumb. I'm telling you, you're so if you, dumb. If you run the I tape didn't back, mean you can talk. I, 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 I didn't even know you were getting him an extra gift. You said Steve, I told you? you I had a little something for you and Rocco. By I don't the know way, if you told me that you, you don't it to listen to else. me. 
I was buying gifts for Don McLean, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, hey, Steve, what about this? What do you think of this? What do you think? And he's like, I can't deal with that right now. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm taking care of her. You take care of Rocco. And you were like, okay, clickety-clack as you're, you know, checking your 401k or whatever uh. you're doing. Anyway, the... um Buddy Monday. The Shocks sent us a... Oh. Oh, Hard. that's so They are the great. directors of our said aforementioned movie. So that's We like to call them our shock jocks. Yes. Oh, We've never said that ever, but sure. <laughs> okay. Should I say what other people are getting from us or no? No. And it's just, it's a thank you is really what it is. It's not a yeah. Christmas present. From Steve, present. it's a thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I was, I, you should have seen how long it took me in the greeting card section too. And then the person came over, what are you looking for? I was like, you guys don't even have a thank you card section. I was in the Z's. Then she took me back down. <laughs> it's like this one right here. Oh, Rocco, that was a great story. Hey, thanks. thanks I can't wait sharing. to do more in the new year with you guys. Oh. We we sort of, you heard my promo. You guys are taking a couple weeks off, right? Everybody knows this. Yeah, yeah. The promos have been running all morning. Man. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, we'll regather in the new year. It's going to be so fun. We're going to be energized. We're going to have. Oh, yeah. Extra bounce at our stuff. We'll have some new features. I know what I'm stuffing my stocking with this year. B12, are you with me? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. We got to go. Um, yeah, I can love you. Bye. We'll be right back. All right. Bye, bye. 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 Doobie-dee, doo-doo, doobie-dee-doo. Final stretch of the show. Hey, guys. <laughs> wow. Sending gifts, and so she's dismantling wrapping and all sorts of stuff. Our um, listener, Krista, is so thoughtful. She sent me a little... Triceratops, Christmas oh, ornament. Isn't that awesome. funny? Great minds think alike. That is really great. Right after you gave Rocco a piroga uh, <laughs> ornament, which is great. And then she also sent in caramel-covered apples, which we haven't seen yet. Mm. Uh, but we're sure they're somewhere in the building and they're making their way to us. Then uh, Bex, our buddy from up north in Canada, said, hey, guys, I was chatting with Rocco recently, and he had no idea that we sent the three of you chocolate, Lint Lindor chocolate. Are what? you stealing again, Donna? No. Signed, Becca. No, Becca. Oh, Becca's birth. Is this our Becca? Daniel? Uh, yeah. I'm, and, okay. Happy birthday, Becca. Is it today? Tomorrow. But you'll be the... But Daniel wasn't sure if we'd all be here, so there's happy a happy birthday. early birthday, because God knows we'll forget. What a journey. Clomp, clomp. Did we not tell Rocco about those chocolates? Donna, you didn't even... I know nothing of chocolates. You do. What? You got? We got that oh, giant yeah. oh, tube right. of... And no, we I... did not tell Rocco about it. I think I did. Didn't. They are being shared with the entire staff, just so you Except know. Except for Rocco. Except for Rocco, because they're in our candy drawer. Thank you. Yeah. And his claws can't open the drawer. Correct. It's an opposable thumb situation. Earlier in the show, we were putting together our list of, we got so many emails from you guys, great ideas, our list of the top five Christmas songs of all time. Let us put a bow on it, or at least attempt to. Last Christmas by Wham. Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Silent Night as our, quote, Jesus song by Sinead O'Connor. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Did I already say that? And number five is where we have a point of contention. We landed on... Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. I did get some pushback from somebody who said, you need to replace that with Run, Run, Rudolph 
by That's fun. Chuck Berry. That's pretty fun. And I think maybe we make that choice right here and right now. It's great. It's featured in multiple movies. Yeah, it's happy. It's happy. I think you. I think you're happy if this is on the playlist. The guitar lick is killer. Yeah, you're right. Even so, yeah. There's so many good um, Brian Setzer Orchestra songs from their album too that are super upbeat. Yeah, we've irritated the TSO contingent too, the Trans Siberian Orchestra folks. None of theirs made it. Uh, so here's what it's going to be: the Don and Steve official holiday playlist of 2022 is officially. Last Christmas by Wham, Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses, Silent Night by Sinead O'Connor, Christmas Song by Nat King Cole, The Christmas Song, and Run Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry. That's it. We're not taking any more calls. No more calls. We're done. That's it. Sorry, Carol of the Bells. Sorry to Michael (laughs) Buble's entire songbook. Sorry, but we rule with an iron fist. And nothing says Christmas like iron fist. (laughs) (laughs) You're so weird. Should we find out what the soup is? I don't care. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Is it Wednesday? Oh, it's Tuesday. Okay. Remember I did that last week, too? Yeah. I I was like, it's it's Wednesday, and everyone's like, does Donna not know it's Tuesday? I know. Maybe it'll be moose soup. You never know. Oh, you want me to hit it? I don't know. All right. I'm going to hit this, and then Mike, I'll tell you when to hit that. Ready? Come down for moose soup after. It's always a Nice. Oh, no. Maybe we'll ask him his favorite Christmas song. Think he's got one? Oh, yeah, for sure. What's his name again? So help me. He does this. <gasps> if he blows us Your off. call is being forwarded <gasps> to the My Health voicemail system. There are probably eight people in the Hubbard building. Hubbard Cafeteria. Hubbard Cafeteria. Okay. Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Oh, hey, Brian. It's Don and Steve. Just wondering why you're always being such a turd. Click. Bye. That'll land. Yeah, there's some turd soup for you. Donna. What? I've already had my wrist slapped about making references oh, that's right. like that, so don't... I forget that turd means that. Are you kidding? Yeah. No. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just, uh, I'm just taking care of some housekeeping. <laughs> Donna and I sometimes, we have a, a, a backstage bet as to who... Sometimes gets caught multitasking. Let's let's put it that way. During the show, she thinks I'm it's done. me more. I think it's her more. It's and we both probably lack yeah self awareness. Self awareness in this area. No, it's definitely you. No, I think we only notice it when one of us is talking and we want the other person to be really interested. So it's kind of like when the one spouse finally puts their phone down and then waits five minutes and says to the other. Are you just like addicted to that phone? And it's right. like, oh, heck no. Gloves are off all of a sudden. Well, you definitely are. No, it's you, for sure you. You, you space more than you even are aware of. I don't even know where my space. phone is. Whatever. No, it's not your phone. It's your computer. It's magazines. It's files. Magazines. <laughs> okay. Like I'm sitting here reading, you know, Good Ladies Home Journal. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, man. Uh, are you coming in tomorrow? 
Listen, I'll just, I'm going to base it on whatever my symptoms are. You nearly ran me out of the building yesterday. Get away from me. Stay away from me. Why would you come in here? Nobody wants this Christmas present. <laughs> Say any of those things. She said all of them. She's in a blind rage when someone is sick in her ether. If I go, if you got me sick for my Christmas, and then she said, quote, at one point, no, you said, very key word, you've already ruined my Christmas, which was so funny. I ended with already. Which really means I knew you were going to. You ruined my Christmas already. I didn't know it would be this soon. (laughs) Listen, I'm only like this because of COVID-19. I when I had a cold, I used to come to work all the time, and then Bradley Trainer started like giving me the stink eye, and I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe he's right. Maybe you are supposed to. I gotta figure some stuff out. We've got a dog slash house sitter. I have a uh, an afternoon flight tomorrow, so I've got to figure out some stuff of like when the person's gonna be here and all this kind of stuff. I got a question coming in from Donna. I hope it's a helpful suggestion. It is. My Good. suggestion to you is to go and stay at the airport no, tomorrow night. No, you sound night. like my oh, mother. Okay. If you've got whiteout conditions. No, the whiteout is coming Thursday, Friday. That's when the 50-plus mile-an-hour winds are coming. All right. I don't even know. Am I spending Christmas in Minnesota? I don't know what's going to happen. Check your weather reports, everyone, and don't forget to tip your mail carriers this time of year. Also, if you own snakes, we've got questions. Oh, God. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn coming in next. We'll see you tomorrow.